All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Um, I have a lot to talk about. Let me turn myself down. It'll let me do it while I'm recording. If it, um, Let me run you up to speed real quick. I've had a lot of time to think about this podcast uh, while I've been gone, and I'll talk about why I've been gone. But um, kind of like Tom Brady out of the blue, which we'll get to later, um, this is the official last episode of season one of my podcast, Let's Talk Sports. I've been hinting at that I wanted to end around like a 21 to 24 episode mark. And then things kind of looked like it was going to go over that because I wanted to wait till the Super Bowl. But I've been thinking maybe I end season one here. I take the two weeks that it takes to the Super Bowl to kind of re- rest and relax. Uh, these next week, I will watch a bunch of basketball to catch up on what's going on in the league there to get ready for the transition after football. And then I will um, – I don't really need to cover the Pro Bowl. Uh, if you want to see me cover the Pro Bowl – uh, I recommend going to my uh, my like personal Instagram, I mean Twitter, which is where I tweet, I live react, or like I post a little bit of news on my personal Twitter now. Um, in my, oh, I, for, I forgot my at. To be completely honest with you, I don't really use my Twitter. I call myself on my Twitter. My Twitter at at Mister the Number One, so Mister Wonderful Twenty Eight. Um, and that's probably where you will your will you where you will see tweets for that sort of thing. Um, and then when the when the Super, I'll come back the Saturday before the Super Bowl, uh, cover what has happened for media day and such, and then I will cover the Super Bowl the first uh, Wednesday or Monday after, depending on how quick I want to get back. Um, the reason I decided this is um, I have two really cool projects that I've also talked about in the past that I want to work on. Um, and I think it'll be best if I can drop, like stop doing my podcast for a couple of weeks and get those out. Uh, one of them needs to come out before the end of the NFL season. One of them can kind of wait. Um, I will say there is a little, uh, there is a, reason I would ever do a podcast within these next two weeks. Um, bringing up Tom Brady again, if Tom Brady does retire on the day, well, when he does officially retire, uh, whether that's this year or if he actually is thinking about playing again, um, the day he announces that and it's official from his mouth, I'm going to do an appreciation episode and kind of talk about, um, what he's done for the sport and my favorite moments from him and such. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. I'm a Patriots fan. So, uh, grateful for everything he's done for the sport, and uh, I was going to do it the other day, but um, it quickly got speculated that that was not true, that he was retired. So, yeah, I know that's kind of a lot, and it's kind of out of the blue. Um, I do want to say real quick, and I'll say it probably again at the end, but uh, I just want to thank everybody who listens, uh, whether it's one or two per episode, or if any of my episodes get more than that. Um, it does mean a lot. Um, even if it is just one or two, just knowing that I'm communicating this podcast to any sort of audience is cool to me. And I get to talk into a mic for 30 minutes to an hour, uh, about sports, which is, which is a pretty cool thing to do. Um, anyway, before I end this intro segment, I will give you a little story time for where I have been. 
Um, obviously, I'm really bummed that I missed the week I did uh, for the, the divisional round games. I'm not going to talk about those in this podcast because I feel like it's too little too late. Um, I I really enjoyed those games, and I did watch both all, well, all four of them. Um, my favorite, obviously, being Bills and Chiefs. But uh, I had some sort of stomach bug, and I was really nauseous for like four days straight. And then I didn't want to do a podcast until I really felt comfortable to do it again. So I waited till after today. And uh, I'm doing it now. And so, yeah, not really anything exciting happened. And I wasn't just throwing off my podcast, just throw it off. I uh, missed a few days of school because of it. I did not have COVID, luckily. Uh, I took a test and I was negative. So once I got that too, I was like, great, I can come back probably this week do my thing on here and um i i kind of was thinking in my head to find a way to end season one now um and be able to cover basketball finally but uh i didn't really make the final decision until i was really getting this all set up and thinking about it um but yeah so thank you everyone for listening for this awesome season one uh, we have a really uh, a few good headlines today. Um, we're going to talk about both of the championship games, uh, Bengals at the Chiefs and Niners at the Rams. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, more Antonio Brown, even though we've had a lot of that, uh, and his remarks about joining the Ravens. And then obviously the Tom Brady retirement, um, which kind of struck the world by uh, storm this week, especially with how poorly the whole situation has been handled recently. So, Without further ado, I am, of course, going to cut this segment, and then we will get into our first topic, which will be our our championship games, which will be a lot of fun because they, well, one of them was great. The other one was pretty bleh, but yeah, well, let's get into that. All right, sorry if you hear a car in the background. My window is open, and there's a car across the street, and I can't close it because it has like an attachment at the bottom, but anyway, um, real quick, I did want to mention before we get fully into this is that um me taking a two-week break from my podcast does not mean i'm gonna be gone entirely on all platforms it's just a way to um kind of learn more and and get more to set up this and, and make it better and better every time i come back um i will still be i think the most common way you'll find me within these next two weeks is uh twitch Uh, I play games and just talk, and uh, although that's not why many of you are here, I do think it's a fun time. Uh, If you do want to just sit in a chill setting and talk about sports with me, uh, that's a good place to go. And then obviously the the two projects um, I'm working on, those will be on my YouTube channel. So um, just know that I'm not like on all platforms going away, and I'm not like deactivating my Twitter for two weeks. Um, it's just my podcast and it's just this format of my, of media. Um, I just think it's good to, you know, reset yourself and obviously as things get better and I get more professional with this and as, if my audience expands, I will be more consistent and, and be more, uh, in tune with what I'm doing. I know it's still kind of out of the blue, but anyway, just wanted to give a quick disclaimer, uh, Bengals and Chiefs. So uh, if we go back to my 
awful playoff predictions. I had the Patriots and the Bucks, um, but I did say that if it wasn't the Patriots, I had the Bengals making it, but I had the Bucks winning the Super Bowl, so I got it wrong regardless. Um, and man, I was right. The Bengals were the second, well, the real best team in the in the AFC. Um, and man, what a great, great game. First off, deja vu. Um, for people who don't know, the Bengals and Chiefs met a while ago at the end of the regular season. And at halftime, they were trailing by 11 in that game and came back and won. And same with this game. They were trailing by 11 and came back and won. Um, I've kind of hopped on the Bengals bandwagon, not not necessarily in the way that I'm a Bengals fan, uh, but Joe Shiesty is like the greatest ever. I love him. He is definitely uh, – if Tom Brady retires and – well, Mac Jones is my next Tom Brady, but um, – if there's just a quarterback for another team that I that I really want to root for for probably forever, it'd be Joe Burrow. I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. Um, he is just such an awesome personality and player. But yeah, anyway, uh, getting off topic. At the beginning of this game, I would say it looked pretty well in favor for the Chiefs. Um, it was Romo and was it Jim Nance? I think it was Jim Nance um, on the play-by-play. And uh, or the common the commentating, but uh, man, when the Chiefs went up like fourteen, I think they went up fourteen to nothing, or fourteen to three or something. Man, they were just constantly like, "It is over." Like, I don't see them coming back here in in Arrowhead Stadium because blah blah blah. Uh, and then, of course, so what what happened was. It was, I believe, 21, ooh, trying to, 21 to 10. And the Chiefs were driving down the field. And what actually turned out to be probably the game-changing play, it actually definitely was the game-changing play. I feel like the Bengals got momentum. They were in the red zone. I think they were at like the three-yard line, Cincinnati's three. And um, they ran a play before, and the clock stopped. And it was kind of one of those moments where it was like, okay, you can kick a field goal and guarantee get points, or you can go for it, but whatever you do, run a quick play, take a shot to the end zone. Maybe you'll have time to kick a field goal anyway. Or or if you get tackled in bounds, you you don't get any points. So the play after, after the game was over, the, the they announced the play saying that um, it was supposed to be a shot to the end zone, but Mahomes dumped it down to Tyreek. Um, but anyway, they snapped the ball. They threw it to Tyreek in the flat, and he didn't get into the end zone, and he got tackled with zero seconds left. And after that play, it was all Cincinnati. Like, con- like they they set, they outsacked the Chiefs, which is unheard of because Joe Burrow got sacked like nine times against the Titans. Um, I think they sacked Mahomes three times, three, four times. Um but yeah, they came out in that second half, and they were just that defense was lights out. They were jump flying around. That Hendrickson kid is a stud. Um, it's just so weird how they use him though, because they if he's gassed, I mean, like even if it's like a crucial play, they'll let him get his breath. Which I guess, I if it was on the goal line, I could see him playing through it. But I most of the time they did that, they were in their own territory, so you can give up a few yards. But. Man, the Bengals are very – their defense is very bend, don't break. They uh, – at the end of the game, 
the Chiefs were driving, and it, it looked like they were going to score the touchdown and just win outright without overtime. And the Bengals, well, the play calling was just so weird for the Chiefs. First off, I will say that. Um, they ran, they were running the ball to like take the time away and then just score the touchdown. And then they threw it on a second down, and Mahomes got sacked. So then it was like third and goal from the nine instead of the two. It was just so weird. And you don't see Mahomes make mistakes like that, especially what he did against the Bills. I mean, he was he threw two picks. One of them was in overtime. And don't even get me started on how he looked in overtime. He looked awful in overtime. But, yeah, just not a very Mahomes-like game. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, so at the end of the, the fourth, it went to third and nine. And then I believe they – did they throw it and it was incomplete? Or they might have ran it and then kicked time away and then kicked. Oh, no. I think after the sack, they just took their points there because there was two seconds on the clock. They got the field goal. It was 24-24. It, it was highlighted that, like, only one team has ever won an overtime playoff game when losing the snap and all that. And it, they showed, like, the reactions of Burrow losing the toss and Mahomes winning the toss. And it kind of felt like the Bills thing again where it was like, okay – the Chiefs are going to win. They won the toss. But, man, the, you could just tell from the first play in overtime that the Bengals had something figured out because the Chiefs were just a hot mess. Like, overthrowing receivers. Mahomes looked, like, pressured. Like, he was, like, forcing throws, like, like throwing them too quick because he thought he was going to get hit. And then he ended up throwing a deep pass to, I think, Nicole Hardman. And Von Bell made a – well, no, I think it was Jesse Bates made a great play on the receiver, and it caused Von Bell – the ball was deflected into Von Bell's hands, and he picked it off. And then how fitting for the Bengals uh, to go on the field and then just kick a field goal to win, obviously with McPherson and what he did last week. For those of you uh, who don't know, uh, McPherson – or two weeks ago, sorry. No. Last week, yeah, last week. Uh, McPherson, when he came out against the Titans, uh, he said, well, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship game before he kicked the, the field goal. And uh, he got to do it again. Now, I don't know yet whether or not he said, looks like we're going to the Super Bowl. If he did, that'd be awesome. But uh, it was just pretty great to see the Bengals win. Obviously, as a Patriots fan, I'm not the biggest Chiefs fan. But biases aside, it was pretty great. I mean – I'm always the type of person to root for a team with uh, historical struggles uh, because, like, I was alive during a history book moment. Like, if the Bengals win the Super Bowl this year, that is pretty cool. Uh, you don't really see many years where the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. So this is definitely very cool for a lot of sports fans. And the Bengals are just so likable. They were all, like, bawling their eyes out after they won. It was super cool. Um it was a cool moment for sure, but uh, yeah, a three-point game. Uh, I'm not say I'm not gonna say I'm too surprised at the outcome here. Uh, I didn't expect either team to blow out the other. I did think the Bengals were were gonna win, but uh, yeah, I didn't expect a blowout, and it wasn't. It was a great game. Uh, definitely nowhere near anything that happened last week with the Bucks and Rams or the Bills and Chiefs. 
Bills and Chiefs is definitely one of the best games I've seen in my life. It's it's up there with the Super Bowl, the 28-3 comeback. It's definitely not as good as that, but it's probably my second highest game because that was that was madness. That was a crazy game. But, yeah, congrats to the Bengals. Uh, we'll see them in two weeks. Joe Shiesty. Uh, easily the greatest nickname in football right now is Joe Shiesty. I cannot stop saying it. I, I've i just been all over the place with that name. But, uh, yeah, see them in two weeks. I really – they're my – if you're going to ask me now before injury and before, like, things change, like, roster-wise, the Bengals are my favorite to win the Super Bowl between the Rams. Uh, they're just so young and so talented, and their offense is literally elite. So, yeah, Bengals uh, – beat the Chiefs, and move on to the Super Bowl. Uh, Rams and Niners, this game literally ended 34 minutes ago, and it was very boring. I did not have a good time watching this game. There's really not much to say other than, the, like, the, the the Niners finally looked like, like, I don't know how to say it. The Niners finally, I, I don't even know. Like, it, it's not that their luck ran out. Because, like, they're deep, they played the same way they've always been playing. I mean, Garoppolo played better than normal, but like, their defense looked good until the very end when they gave up. The... Well, there, there's just a lot with this. I'll break it down. So, it was a zero to zero, uh, after the first, uh, in the first quarter, Stafford was driving and then he threw a pick in the end zone, and then that's all that really happened in the first quarter. Going on to the second quarter. Cooper Cup scored a touchdown. How fitting. Uh, it was a 16-yard. Oh, I think it was like back end zone, if I remember. I don't really remember too well. I just remember immediately after Debo Samuel and Jimmy G and hit Jimmy G hit Debo Samuel on a long pass. And then he was running. He got caught, but he dove for the pylon. He is so cool. I love Debo. Again, one of those players that's just so hard to hate in the NFL. Um and then from there on out, it was really just a, like a, a defensive sh- like show. Robbie Gold made a field goal before halftime. And then in the third, George Kittle scored a touchdown. And that was it for the Niners. That Kittle touchdown on the third was really all they uh, could muster uh, against the Rams in the fourth. It was just, man, it was just so... The Niners were just so weird in the playoffs this year because it really did feel like... You only had to do so little to beat them, but they literally made teams perform like down to their level. Like seeing Aaron Rodgers play that poor. I mean, he didn't play poorly. It was a whole team thing and special teams, especially. Like, I don't know, man. I just don't see anyone in the AFC coming out and winning the Super Bowl. Like, this was such an ugly game. It was so ugly. It both teams were just a mess. I mean, Stafford threw a pick. He should have throw, threw, thrown two, and the second one would have probably sealed the game for the Niners, but I think it was Jaquaski Tart dropped the ball, and it was, like, right in his hand. Oh, it was tragic. But, um, yeah, both teams were just sloppy. There was stupid penalties. There was a lot of dropped passes and, like, a lot of dropped passes from both teams. Teams went for it and had when they had no business to go for it, and then they turned the ball over. 
it was just really ugly. And I think if the Bills, if it was the Bills and Bengals or the Bills and yeah, Bills and Bengals or Bengals and Chiefs or Bengals and Bills. I already said Bills, Bengals, but you get the point. Um, any of those three teams are going to sweep the floor with the Rams or the Niners. It just blows my mind that I'm sitting here seeing that the Niners are here because I I think I think if the Packers beat the Niners or if the Cowboys beat the Niners, they're in the Super Bowl. The other team, like the the Packers or the, the Cowboys, the Rams just their roster is so talented, but they are just not very good. Their offense, Stafford is really being grounded in these playoffs. And I get 337 yards is a lot. But when you throw the ball 45 times and you have Cooper Cup, like if you take Cooper, Cooper Cup had almost half of the yards that Stafford threw for. Yeah, I, I, I really am bummed out with the NFC this year, considering like we got the Bucks last year. The year before that, we got the 49ers again, which I feel like they're kind of the same a little bit. Um, but the year before that, we got we got the Rams. Oh, my gosh. that That's also why I'm, I'm frustrated. Seeing two teams that have already made the Super Bowl within the last three years make it again, and, like, where you know at least it's going to be one of them, really does suck. Like, we got rid of the Chiefs, sure, but we, got, we just got the Rams again. So... As much as I hate Aaron Rodgers and, and I hate the Cowboys, I would have preferred a new NFC team representing. The only team I'd want to see back is the Buccaneers just because I'd love to see Tom Brady keep adding to his resume, but it didn't happen. I don't know, though. Let me know what you guys thought of these games. Obviously, if you're a Rams fan, congrats, and congrats to the Rams. Uh, I was going to say they faced a lot of adversity and such but they really didn't they got an injury and would just say screw you salary cap and just blow money because the salary cap doesn't exist for the rams but um yeah and i mean congrats to the niners for even being here in the first place they really had no right being here in my opinion anyway that's it for the championship games uh like i said it, it was kind of flipped this year. Usually the day games are the boring ones and kind of the slugfests. And then the later games are like the high scoring back and forth, like fun game, but not this year. I mean, the fact that it was 10 to seven going into halftime. Oh man, just so boring. Such a boring game. Anyway, we'll move on to uh, the Antonio Brown segment and then we'll move on to Tom Brady. Uh, let me just cut this, and then I'll be back talking about Antonio Brown and what uh, has come out with him. Okay, I'm going to start this segment off with just a personal opinion. The more Antonio Brown is not an NFL team, the more I hate him, which is so funny because his antics are always worse when he's on a team. But, man, he's just getting so f- frustrating. It's so annoying. So, first off, when the Buccaneers lost, I'll start with that because I don't have that here in this article. Um when the Buccaneers lost, he posted a picture of him when he ran out of the Jets game without his sh- pads on, and he had his hand—he had his hands up. It was like the picture of him and his hands up, and someone put like a white, a white poster, like in his hands, and then it said Buccaneers when the Buccaneers get elim- eliminated or something. And first off, as AB, that is just 
so dumb that you're you're posting that because th- that was a team that gave you an opportunity to be your best and and like give you another chance at the NFL and you're you're like dunking on them you're like you're making fun of them because they got eliminated and you're not even playing for a, a play. like you could have been in the playoffs right now helping that team win you could have almost won another Super Bowl because they would have been a lot better with him on the team anyway just weird and. Then he comes out and he says stuff like, I love my players and my brothers. I just don't like the organization and the team itself. But, like, dude, you're openly clowning your, your those guys. Like, I don't think any guy on the Buccaneers took that too well. But, anyway, he then said on some podcasts, I don't – it's – I I oh, I am athlete. There you go. I am athlete from uh, – I think it's Brandon Marshall's podcast, uh, the former wide receiver – and he uh, – sorry, there's a plane flying over my house. He said that, like, he would love to play for the Ravens or something like that. And then he put a Photoshop of himself in a Ravens uniform. And then it got quotes he tweeted by Patrick Queen, LJ4, and Marlon Humphrey, and even Lamar Jackson. And, man, it is just so sad to see all this stuff coming out because, like – he does not deserve another chance. He blew it. He blew his chance. He had his chance. He keeps being a clown. And I don't I don't see I know Harbaugh is like a more late like he's not a Bruce Arians or a Belichick where he takes everything like to heart. Like he's kind of like a like a big balls type of coach. And a ballsy coach. There you go. And he um he could do this, but I just think the chances are slim to none. He's just so bad for a team. And what make what makes anybody think he's not gonna just do this again? Cause what I think what happens is is he gets clout and he gets what he wants from the team. He gets paid the money he is that is on his contract. And then he knows that when he does something stupid, he gets so much attention from it and he gets so much popularity. Like this is we're we're hearing his name in these articles as like a free agent target, not because he's good. Everyone knows Antonio Brown's good at football. It's because he's because what he did and the way he's responding to everything. He's actually kind of a genius for how he's handling all this and being so vocal. Because it, it, people like me just want to keep hearing it and seeing what else that can be done. Like he just keeps stabbing open this wound and like it's just so annoying it's so frustrating but he's kind of a genius and if he gets signed by the ravens they they definitely could use him and they would benefit from him on the roster i think a lot of teams would benefit with him on his roster on their roster but man he's just so bad for any team he's on he's, he doesn't have a good attitude he's just so uh yeah but the only thing that i will say about the ravens is that i guess he is like a, he's like a second cousin to Marquise Brown. So maybe if there's some family ties involved, he won't do something stupid to like. But yet again, he's done some awful things. Like he did something to his baby mama once, I think, where he like I there was a video and he put it like on his Instagram. He is just a hot mess. But um yeah, that whole this whole Antonio Brown thing is just kind of crazy. I'm trying to see if there's more here. Clearly, players don't care about what he he's done on the field. 
And sure, I mean, maybe if we find out that the Bucks did do some shady stuff to him and he's not lying, that um, a team would take a chance because then then it makes sense why he would run off the field like that. But I don't think the Bucks did that. And after I covered it on the last episode with uh, Javen, he uh, what he told that one OnlyFans girl, like, wait till I see, wait till you see what I do tomorrow. It. It just seems like it was all planned, and and he he got the attention he wanted. He's still in the media pretty heavily. I mean, it's been like four weeks, five weeks, almost a month. I'm trying to look when he did it, but there's just so many articles about him. This is, oh my god, March 30th, March 30th of last year. It said, "Will Ravens make a run at Antonio Brown?" What are the odds? So this has been something he's wanted for a while. It says, yeah, four weeks ago is when it all was getting reported. So he's been in the media for four, and there's been something, I'm not kidding, every week on this guy. Like every single week. It's just so weird too, though, because he also, let me find the picture. Sorry, my keyboard's so loud. Right here, and he congratulated Big Ben on his retirement. I should also say that real quick. Congrats on retirement, Big Ben. His retirement's kind of being overshadowed by Tom Brady potentially retiring. But anyway, he posted a picture, and it says, Best tandem in the NFL. Congrats, legend number seven. Steeler Nation, Big Ben. Pitt. I'm not even going to say that. Um, the two played together from 2010 to 2018, obviously. and But when he left... I man, I don't know what this guy. I and I think he's just like trolling everybody. He's just clickbaiting everybody. He's just getting clicks. He's getting impressions, and he's leaving. Then he's just going on to the next. But I mean, I'm gonna keep an eye out on this because if the Ravens do sign him, that would be crazy. We'll just have to see, though. I mean, time will tell. Clearly, people don't think he is awful for doing what he did because players still like him. And, and also former athletes like Brandon Marshall are giving him a, a platform to get his message out there. So we'll see. Anyway, I'll just, instead of cutting, I'll just talk on here about um, Tom Brady. Um, obviously uh, I'm not going to pull an Adam Schefter and say he is definitely retired or like I heard from this source that he's definitely retired. Tom Brady, as of now, is not retired. That is all I will say because, I mean, not that I'm, like, breaking news, but, like, I'm just saying for everyone listening who needs a reality check, until it comes from the horse's mouth, do not believe it. Tom Brady has not said himself, and he has not posted anywhere that he has retired. The only thing that has happened is that he's been hinting on his podcast that he wants to retire – I mean, that he may retire – and when he did retire, the TB12, like his his or his like business TB12, posted some like congrats thing, and then they deleted it. Um, and if you're asking me personally, I think I think Tom Brady w- was going to retire sometime this week. Whether that was supposed to be the day that all came out, um, but he had some sort of massive idea how to do it, or maybe. 
maybe he had a like just a, a way that he wanted to do it himself. Um, someone leaked it. It got leaked out to the media. Um, Schefter broke it um, when he did, and then I think Tom Brady got mad, so we kind of backtracked, and he's waiting for the right time to do it again. Um, I just think that because the TB12 thing had it all typed out um, and then deleted it, I think I think it, it's it's inevitable that it, it's going to happen. The only thing I, I would think that could happen is that Tom Brady is going to be really pissed off that this happened. He's just going to play another year and then win a Super Bowl and be like, okay, now I can retire. I, as a Tom Brady fan, though, and um, Patriot fan, it really does suck if he were to retire this offseason because he just was the, the NFL passing leader um, in yards. He's probably going to win an MVP. He was so close to another Super Bowl. I mean, if he beat the Rams, he would probably would be in the Super Bowl right now against the Bengals. And I know you can play hypotheticals all you want, but I'm just saying. That's what I think. Um, so, and he always said he wanted to retire when he sucked or when he, like, stopped benefiting the team. So seeing him maybe retire at, in, after one of his best years is just shocking to me personally. Um, he also is coming back to a Tampa Bay roster that is elite still. Like, it's not going to get much worse. I mean, it may not be as good, but it's not going to be, like, awful. Yeah, it's just – it's upsetting. And and it was kind of sudden because, like, it seemed like – like, obviously, retirement talks kind of dragged in when he played the Rams. Um, and then he posted that thing on Instagram saying, like, the next bet, like the, like we as Fourier, I'm like, we go on and move on to the next or something. And I was like, oh, that makes it seem like he's going to play again, like one more year. And I always thought with Brady that he would do like a farewell tour. I know not many athletes do that and some do, but I just think it's so awesome to like give yourself a farewell tour. And then like every, like after game, when you shake hands, like everybody's like, like, do you know how many people will come up and ask for, like, his autograph? Like, be like, hey, can you sign this ball real quick type, like, intercepted you with? Stuff like that. So, it – I just never thought it would be this, su- like, sudden and, like, out of nowhere. But who knows? He might actually be reconsidering or, like, he may actually be, like, on edge between both. But I do think he's going to retire. Um, I think he's just going to wait now again until the right time because Schefter – leaked it and how unfair for the greatest quarterback of all time the greatest athlete of all time in any sport i mean he's not the most athletic player of all time but you know he's the best at his sport um he um he he does all that for the nfl and everybody watching and he freaking doesn't even get to retire properly i also don't think tom brady would have retired that closely to big ben i think tom brady is a nice enough guy to let big ben have his time in the spotlight It's just all so crazy. It 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 really is shocking. And it's even more crazy that like everybody, like he even me, like when I got on my phone, I like was calling everybody. I was like, oh my God, Tom Brady just retired. Like, what is happening? And um I was like so quick to post on my on my Instagram story and like all this. And then like I'm not kidding, probably like 25 minutes later, it was like, well, now Tom Brady's not retiring. And I was like, wait, what? What is happening? And even like players on the Buccaneers didn't know. Apparently, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans tweeted like congratulations, but 
And then Bruce Arians said that he has not informed the team yet, which obviously I, he doesn't really have to inform the team. If he says he's retiring, he's retiring. But I do think he would maybe give his team a heads up. I think what I think what inevitably inevitably is going to happen is that he's going to take a one day contract with the Patriots, um, retire Patriot, and then ride off into the sunset. I also don't think, and I don't know when I don't know why many people aren't talking about it. I don't think you do something like Man in the Arena, this show highlighting all of his past championship years and all the the teams he's been for, uh, played for. I mean. And, and not retire after that. Because, like, think about it. He's doing a show about all of his championship runs, about all of the rings he's won. And, like, if he wins another one, he's just going to make another episode, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I could be, like, getting into it a little too much. But I just feel like that like that is kind of like a, a farewell, like, series to go watch and appreciate what he's done. I just, yeah. That's just what I think. I, I do think it it, it, it this is a, we are very close to the end, which which sucks because Tom Brady is in so much football, whether you hate him or like him. Um, personally, I love him, but uh, 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 NFL without Tom Brady will be very very upsetting, uh, because we've just seen that Mahomes isn't as uh, consistent as Brady ever was in his career. Like Brady, Brady's just a, a consistent quarterback. And and when your team is playing Brady, and your team is good, it is you know you're in for a good game, because he's going to do anything, everything in his power to carry his team on his back to a win, and put up a fight. Rams fans know very well after last week and the stress they went through. But yes, that is it. That's all I have to say on Tom Brady. Um, I will say. If I were to be able to tell him anything, like thank you, like it, it is pretty crazy what he has done for the sport and for just everybody in football and like the fans of football and me as a Patriots fan getting to watch four Super Bowls. I mean Seahawks, Falcons, Rams. I was alive during the earlier ones, but uh, I uh, didn't don't remember them. Uh, I watched him with the Buccaneers. Obviously, I watched him for my Patriots, though. Um, I watched him lose to the Eagles. That sucked. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just crazy. And uh, when he when he, when when it came out that he was retiring, um, or the fake retirement thing, um, I was definitely feeling, like, like bummed out and, like, grateful and, like, reminiscing. I literally started watching highlights. Um, but, yeah. Also, I just want to know if he does play again, what Schefter is going to like, what's going to happen with Schefter. Obviously, I don't think he's going to get like in trouble and like get like, like not allowed on anything, but I want to know like if he's going to like tweet something out or, or like come out with another source saying like the plan was to retire until it was spoiled, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. Also, I will note real quick for people wondering, Tom Brady's dad came out and said like, he's definitely not retiring. But obviously, I think people are kind of just trying to cover their tracks and and like like damage control, like fix what had happened and then move on and then let him do it at a later time. But yeah, anyway, that's actually it. All I have to say on Tom Brady. Um, and that's probably going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, we're getting to the 40-minute uh, mark, which is a good, a good place to wrap it up, I would say. 
Um, yeah, I just really want to thank you guys for um, listening to, I, I mean, just 22 episodes alone of like this, like of my official episodes, but like, I think like 20, this will be like the 26 total of like the live reactions and the bonus episodes and such. It's been so fun and I'm having the time of my life with this, just sitting here and, and letting out my thoughts. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this first season. I hope you guys can sit down and binge listen to all of them and kind of see where my takes were god awful or or where I hit them on the nose or listen to something I say and, and laugh or have a good time or when Javen's on, if you can like watch those episodes and, and really find fun in listening to the debate and such. Um it's been so much fun. It's been a blessing, truly, uh, to do this and have um, the ability to do it so easily thanks to Anchor. Uh, but yeah, this is going to wrap it for season one. I will see you guys. In, wow, this is really bittersweet. I know it's only two weeks, but um, it's been something. Con I mean, recently I've been on un un reliable with my posting schedule, but it's been it's been a fun first season. Hopefully, when I come back in a week and six days, uh, two weeks, um, I will have more and be able to, uh, you know, be more uh, productive and be more have better quality stuff. I also will say I know I had one live video episode, and I say in a few of my episodes before that they will there would be a video post. I decided to hold off on them. I have them made. Um, in my in my, on my computer but uh i thought it'd be better to just start that and do it every episode um for season two to add a, a something new to it um and a twist to the second season so um yeah thank you for watching season one i will be back in two weeks check on, uh, out on my twitch uh my at is let's talk sports 2021 and then if you want to see reactions um on my twitter Mr. Wonderful 28 is the at, I will put it in my bio, uh, the description, I mean, of this video, uh, and check for my YouTube for my two, uh, big projects, but, uh, thank you so much for listening guys. Have a great, uh, morning, afternoon, night, wherever you are or whenever you're listening. And, uh, thank you.